Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. All right. The mood is right. We got our mood lighting right. You can see Michael's got his room uh, dialed in. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for that. Yeah. So today, obviously, we're doing the Friday financial news wrap up. Um, lots to talk about. I mean, stuff we've been talking about the last six, nine months. Today is February the 25th, Friday, February the 25th, uh, 2022, which is super crazy to even say the way it sounds. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about PCE. What is PCE and what is going on there this week, Michael? Yeah. So PCE is the biggest number of the week. Every weekend we talk about what's the big number of the week. Today's the day that the personal consumption expenditures PCE came out. Uh, the reason it is important because it's the number one indicator for the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell and his cronies, to measure inflation. You and I, you and I, the you know the average American, talk about CPI, consumer uh, price expenditures, uh, and uh, the Fed. They got to be a little different, so they look at the PCE. It came in today higher than expected. It came in higher than thirty. It's the highest since thirty nine years ago. So we're talking the early. 80s. And not good. Not good. It's still getting hotter. It was 6.2 after last time was 6.1. So it's still on the uptick. Hasn't have a plateau. It isn't rolling over. And frankly, should send shivers down the Federal Reserve's backbone. Obviously, there's some geopolitical things going on that probably give them reason to back off. But uh, in reality, they need to raise rates to half a percent. This is a problem. It is getting worse. Inflation is crushing the middle class. It is crushing the poor. Let's be clear, the rich don't, rich don't feel it, right? They fill up their, tank, their tanks and they don't even think about it. Um, this inflation is, is bad and getting worse. So uh, they need to do something. I have very little confidence that they will do something, but uh, they need to do something. Very interesting. And I know that obviously a lot of uncertainty in world news. Let's talk about Russia, Russia invading, and just your thoughts there, what you've seen this week. Yeah, so again, a lot of people were pontificating that this wouldn't happen, that he would just do some sable rattling, get some attention, and back off. Clearly not the case. He invaded. He is sending missiles. There is death and destruction. It is not something that anyone should want, but it is happening. And... Um, you have to ask yourself a couple of things. What does this mean immediately? Well, it means that uh, there's a there's fear, right? Fear spiked. If you were if you looked at the stock market yesterday morning, I think it was down eight or nine hundred points, right? People were afraid. People were selling. People were selling everything. People rush to cash. They just do. It's it's predictable. Rates fell, right? We we've been talking about inflation raging higher, but when People are afraid they run to the dollar. Uh, Blackstone, uh, what was the name? Joseph Zidel said that uh, for better or worse, the US dollar is the safest place to be right now around the world. Uh, so I think, I personally think the Fed should take the opportunity to reduce its balance sheet. 
reduce those treasuries that they own. They won't. They're not thinking ahead, but they should. Uh, but yeah, the, the, you know, you're going to get a little break on mortgages, right? If you were an owner, occupant, buyer, uh, rates probably went down the last 48 hours and they may stay down for a little while, but uh, it won't be long. It won't be a bunch, but it'll be, it'll be something because when people are afraid, that's happening. On the other side, you got to realize that Russia and Ukraine are big producers of oil and gas, uh, wheat. Uh, so stuff's going to get even more expensive. Uh, we are going to have more supply chain issues. 2022, it's, it's, it's going to suck for a lot of folks. So, um, you know, if you are an investor, uh, there will be plenty of opportunity. Uh, if you've been saving and learning your markets, these are a great time. Uh, but we also need to realize there's, there's a lot of people who uh, are not prepared and inflation is hurting every day, uh, every day. Interesting time. So let me just go back to um, the Fed, mm -hmm. the Fed and rates. I know that obviously they've talked heavy about, you know, rates and that there's going to be at least they've announced there was going to be three rate hikes. Something you said pre-roll about the Fed and rates. What do you see right now? So I believe the Fed should do something. And I also believe the Fed's, how should I say this? Weak. So I believe the Fed should take this opportunity to surprise the market. I believe the Fed needs to, frankly, punish the rich. How would they do that? They would raise rates a half a point, and, and right now the market's not expecting it. So what would happen is the Fed raised rates, Wall Street would flip out, Wall Street would lose a bunch of money, the rich would suffer. But what happens is that kind of rate jump shocks the system. It, 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 you need to do that to get ahead of inflation. Instead, um, Powell and his cronies are going to raise by a quarter. They're going to blame this or that thing. And we are just going to continually struggle with higher and higher inflation. The best analogy I have is if you've ever had a Band-Aid like on your arm, you can either rip it off fast. It hurts like hell. Or you could rip it off one freaking hair at the time. Hmm. And maybe it hurts less individually, but it hurts for so much longer and is so much worse. I don't know about you, but I quickly learned the better options to rip the damn Band-Aid off. Um, the Fed needs to rip the Band-Aid off. I have zero confidence that they will. And that it hurts to say that because I know it's inflation is going to get worse and worse and worse. And the Fed could do something. They could shrink their balance sheet right now. They could raise rates right now or on March 10th and they're not going to do it. At least I don't think they will. That's, I, I'm going to still stick to my guns and say they do a half because I've been saying it for six months. So I'm why change now, but yeah, I don't feel great about that choice anymore. Okay. I'm going to come back to this because I want to, I, I'm going to come back to the idea of rates and we're going to break down. Mm -hmm. What does this really mean to a local investor? What does this mean to, um, you know, the first time buyer who's, you know, a newly new family mm -hmm. formation who's going to buy a home this year. Sure. We're going to come back to that, but let's let's transition. I want to ask you something we talked pre-roll. Mm -hmm. Top three markets for appreciation and bottom three markets for appreciation and your take on that this week. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting, right? If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know I have a particular aversion to all these people calling for a crash. I think they are doing it simply for clicks. And if you watch crash videos, just realize you are giving that creator a penny 
every time you watch it. Just realize that. And oh, by the way, you're watching it and doing nothing. So let's talk about the bottom three, the worst of the worst of the worst markets last year, 2021. Here we go. In the bronze medal position, we have Chicago, Illinois at a horrible, horrific 12.2% appreciation, double digits. Wow. Not to be outdone, the silver medal list is Minneapolis, Minnesota at a paltry, disgusting 11.4%. And the gold medal winner, the worst of the worst of the worst, Washington, D.C., 10.5% appreciation. Now, I kid, I jest. Each of these three horrible markets were double digits. Wow. Each of the worst. The gold medal winner, the worst performing market was 10.5% positive. So if you watched crash videos last year and did nothing, not only did you miss double digits, but you missed lifetime low 30-year uh, cheap money. You should go back to those creators and ask for a refund because they cost you money. Yep. So yep. now the winners. If you happen to be an investor in one of these three markets, congratulations. The bronze medal winner and now most unaffordable market, according to another study I did, Miami, Florida, 27.3. Think about that. You buy a 200K house, they throw 50 grand on top of that. Amazing. It's yeah. interesting, Michael. I want to I want to jump in there because mm -hmm. it feels like not that long ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, when Miami, these beautiful luxury towers looking over the ocean, the beautiful turquoise ocean, they couldn't give them away. <laughs> I remember. Right? They couldn't yeah. give them away. And now, you yeah. know. What was the appreciation in Miami? 27.3%. Holy smokes. Keep going. I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw no, that out there. You're absolutely right. So Tampa, Florida gets the silver medal winning position, 29.4%. And the winner of all winners, our good friends, Pace Morby, Laura Morby, and everybody in Phoenix, Arizona, Steve Tran, 32.5%. Uh, I mean, that is, again... If you've been watching crash videos and you did nothing last year, you missed out on appreciation and lifetime low rates. And oh, by the way, 15% rent growth. You could not have made a worse decision than not buying last year. Crazy. No, no wonder why Pace is so rich. Now I know <laughs> why he got a $3 million house. Like it was nothing, right? Yeah, it's like, ah, no problem. Crazy. I love it. I love it. So just let me throw you a curveball, and then I'm going to come back to a question about the Fed, the rates, what's going on in the current environment. Mm -hmm. So let me throw you a curveball. Sure. Generally speaking, mm -hmm. what did you see for appreciation for Southern California, and then even, let's just say, Northern California, the Central Valley, on mm -hmm. average, what do you kind of, again, shooting from the hip, yeah. what would you see with appreciation for those two markets? In 2021, so the yes. year that just passed? Yeah, Correct. so S Southern California really has two, there's kind of like inland, inland empire and then the coast. I would say you know, like Orange County, LA County, they were probably in the high teens. Uh, so call it 16 to 19%. Uh, the Inland Empire probably was low 20, obviously a lower base 
Um, so yeah, probably 21, 22. Uh, the Bay Area, again, you got to separate kind of San Francisco kind of had their own unique challenges. Um, but yeah, it, it would probably be probably in the teens would be kind of a nice safe guess, probably 15, 18. Uh, Fresno was in the low 20s, like Central Valley. So yeah, uh, again, do the work. Uh, don't watch crash videos because all they're doing is making money off you. There are people making $1,000 a month talking nonsense, just utter nonsense. Instead, do the work, learn your market. All real estate is local. Always a good day to go, do a great deal. It's, it's, it's comical. People listen to these people last year. They missed out on the low end, 10%, on the high end, 33%. Plus, I mean, you could have got interest rates sub four last year and rent went up 15%. I, yeah, if you listen to these people last year, yeah, you need to go get a refund because that was a bad idea. 1000%. Couldn't say it any better. I love it. I'm going to come back to, and this is be the kind of the final thought, final question here. Mm -hmm. So, and I just want to say for the viewer, Michael comes from the real world. He comes mm -hmm. from a working class family. I would say truly a middle-class family. Is that accurate, Michael? Uh, you know, my, my parents would love you to say that we were, we were lower middle-class best case. Yeah. Working people, right. Mom and dad working, hardworking family. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So truly, you know, a working class family. And so I want to, I want people to really get this. This is an important piece of an important distinction. The framework in which Michael was sharing about what's going on in the economy with pricing, with inflation, and speaking of it, kind of with a tone of bad news is because Michael loves people. Mm -hmm. He understands that the working class families and middle class families are really suffering right now. So mm -hmm. is that accurate, Michael? Yeah, I mean, I, I unfortunately have some horrific memories of my family making choices about what bills to pay, right? We, we understand that back in the day, uh, the uh, bills came with different colors, right? Yellow was this, blue was that, red was this, and we were we were paying based on colors. We 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 didn't have any money. Inflation was eating our lunch in the late seventies and eighties. Uh, my father was unemployed for nine months, um, had a baked potato a day for thirty days. I I know what it's like to have nothing and have no hope. We were we were a weekend away from from having to our house foreclosed on. So. Uh, I've, I've, I know exactly what they're feeling like, and I know what families are struggling with today. So it's, it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. And so I also want to reframe, though, because the viewer at home right now who's watching this, mm -hmm. everybody, again, the American dream, right? The American dream to own a home, number one. The American dream that, you know what, if you work hard, and I love because Michael says this all the time, and I hope people are really listening. There's this red thread that Michael says, do the work, mm -hmm. do the work, do the work. And honestly, you know, there it is. There it is on the hat. I love that. Doing the work, right, is the red thread. But I think sometimes people kind of misinterpret what's going on. There is an opportunity. If you're a working class family, if you are a middle class family, and you're obviously watching this channel. You're watching one rental at a time. You're involved with us and foundation builders and the community Evo community and squad up and all the different communities that we participate in. We have a tremendous opportunity. Michael, in this cycle, based on what you just described, the rich get richer. Yeah, unfortunately, um, 
Yeah, the rich get richer. If you're if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're not finding a way to save some money or or maybe house hack or or do something different, then the 2022 is not going to be kind. We have a lot of sins to pay for. Uh, the Federal Reserve has pumped two, you know, I don't know, trillions of dollars into the market. The bill has come due. Uh, but yeah, the stronger we become stronger, the rich will become richer. Uh, you can use inflation to get rich. I have a shirt that says that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the strong will get stronger for sure. And I want to also just throw this out there for the viewer, especially somebody who's just getting started. Some of our real estate agents and professionals who are just kind of like now they're, they've got the one rental at a time mentality, but maybe they haven't actually, you know, they're not, they don't haven't bought assets, things like that. Fortune favors the bold in this kind of market, in this kind of opportunity. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. It is all about doing the work. It's always a great day to do a great deal. Uh, I believe as the year unfolds and we unfortunately suffer a recession, uh, that uh, opportunities for creative financing, opportunities to find and help people, uh, you know, maybe you bump into somebody who's who's got a new job lined up, but it's out of state. And unfortunately, they just bought a new home and they can't sell it because they have no equity. Well, uh, I think sub two and creative financing, I think I think there's a lot of things going on uh, that could make, uh, that, that you could add some deals to your portfolio. I love it, Michael. Thank you for all that you do and all that you share. The, if you're not subscribing, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, Daily Financial News is epic. I appreciate you doing the Friday Financial Wrap-Up on this weekly show. Um, in terms of the course, he has an amazing course. It's priced so low. You can find it at onerentalatatime.com. You can find him on all the social channels, Facebook, Instagram, One Rental at a Time. Michael, thank you for all that you share and you do. Thank you, brother. Thank you, buddy. Take care.